don't don't worry about the, the yeah. spoilers. Let's fucking get into it. All right. It, it, that's what we want to do. All right, so we're almost there. That's what she said. Yeah. Really? It's me. She's like, can you hurry the fuck up? Well, she said, I'm almost there, and then I completely finished. Literally and... never heard that before. Yeah. You don't I mean, I've never heard, I'm there. I don't I let them heard, talk. I'm almost there. I've been oh, tired. I wish you took me there. Take me home. I don't want to go Let home. me out. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Omega Gauntlet. Yeah, I'm Matches Malone, aka Jack Hawksmore. <laughs> Be Willie Casey Affleck over I, here. I'm the shaman, Tom. Tomorrow, there we go. <laughs> there we go. All right, so yeah, I think we wanted to really talk about what's going on. We're going to talk about a couple things this episode. I think this is going to be our television and comic book episode. So we'll talk about what's going on in the world of television in relation to the world of comics. And then we're going to do some comics. There's a lot going on with comic books right now. A lot going on in the DC universe. There's going to be some cool things going on with the Marvel universe pretty soon from what we're hearing. So we're going to recap and, and go over some of those things. But I think to start us off... We're going to jump into a new, yet another superhero show. Like every time you turn around now, there's a new superhero show on TV, which is, I think is pretty cool. Uh, but some of the characters get more and more obscure. And I don't think it gets more obscure than a television show on a major cable network with a, with a pretty dope creator behind it. Uh, but the obscure character that it focuses on is... Uh, Legion. Yeah. So, Son of Professor X, not a, a really well-known character, somebody that most people know, some, like an obscure title written about him about, what, 15 years ago yeah. or something yeah. like that? Yeah, and didn't, well, and it then wasn't there was for a, so long. Yeah. There, was a new, there was a new, pretty cl- critically acclaimed uh, series that came out when they did Marvel Now a okay. couple years ago, and it's called X-Men Legacy. Uh, oh, no, no, yeah, X-Men Legacy. Okay. And, and he's the main, it follows him. Oh, okay. Um... But it, that is very tied into like him being Charles Xavier's son mm-hmm. and the X Men, and uh, this show doesn't seem to is very loosely based on that. There's not a lot of those kind of connections, and yeah. it's very heavy in the comic. But I I read a couple issues, and I kind of see where they're pulling some of the the trippiness from that comic. But right. that would be the only thing I could see why anybody would pick him. Like as a yeah. character, it's, well, I you know I, I it's weird where they get these ideas. <laughs> I will say, uh, Tom and I only saw episode one. Mm-hmm. I think there are there are about three episodes deep as of right now. Um, they're balls deep into this show. Um, <laughs> but, one ball uh, deep one ball into deep. this show. But uh, I, I saw the first episode. I liked it. Uh, I, you know, the, the tone of it, the style of it is, is very cool. It's it's kind of ambiguous as to what era the show is is um, w- w- takes place in. Uh, it it kind of looks like the '60s, but then there's things, like this technology, tech that, yeah, yeah, that are not the '60s at all. Looks a little bit like X Men First Class at certain places, like as far as like the style of it. But then I don't know. It's really kind of it's hard to figure out. Well, the dude who's doing this did Fargo, yes, right? which, which is, is one awesome. of one of the greatest shows of the last couple yep. of years. Both seasons are fucking way better than they had any right to be. Yep. Um, and this kind of and in Fargo is very 
based in realism, but with a lot of trippy stuff and you know sp- sporadically throughout. Especially season two gets two, season real, two, trippy, yeah. real trippy. Um, but this gets to go full blown trippy with right. what full they're doing, Z's. and mm-hmm. um, the way the the show is shot mm-hmm. is. Shot better than almost any comic book show in yeah. terms of like cinematography and and set pieces and and all the things that they're doing. Um, but yeah, amb- ambiguous is the is the word for this. You don't know what time period it is. You don't know who who is working for what organizations. They seem like there's yeah there's a little bit of an X Men vibe going on. They don't explicitly say that. Mm. There's Shady government organizations. Who's good? Who's bad? What's real? What's real? What's not? Um, the only like clearly established thing is that this is mute. There's they are mutants. Like there's no question about right. that. This is set in whatever form of the X Men universe. Right. You know, um, but it's, it's way different than anything else really in the superhero TV Absolutely. landscape. I mean, it, I mean, it's a show. At least for the first episode, it's it's basically set in an in insane asylum. You know, mm-hmm. this, this dude Legion, Professor X's son, and, and by the way, they haven't mentioned that yet. at all, right? Exactly, and I, I don't know if they will. And you think they would have like a, a, a Easter egg or a little they, hint in the first episode? They're not for that, man. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're sort of keep do, doing their own thing here, and usually that would really piss me off. But because of the people involved with creating it, and, and the acting was pretty good. Uh, Aubrey Plaza is in it as well, who I, who I kind of oh, like. Oh, I like her. Awesome. She's yeah. a pain in the ass. She's yeah, awesome. Definitely. And she's she's not bad in it. She's pretty good. I, I even like the dude who plays Legion, you know. So I I liked it. I, I don't know if I was like, it knocked my socks off. I was trying to figure out. I think everybody who watched is trying to figure out what the hell's going on here. One of the cool things I noticed uh, is, is Mojo in this show? Yeah, I don't know who the fuck or, or that, that dude is. Because then but... I heard people say it's the Shadow King who's one of Legion's enemies in the comic books. I, but he looks like Mojo. I, he looks like Mojo. If somebody oh, said Mojo, right? Like, but, but wait, um, Shadow King took um, the form of this dude Farouk for a while, which was a fat dude as well. I, I, ah. I haven't seen it, but he, he for a while was a fat, sloppy dude that had like one of those like little red hats. Mm. Well, the, it, it, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. You said that. Yeah, actually. I mean, and again, I don't right. know. But, but he has, this guy doesn't have a shirt on. Yeah, he, oh, maybe so it's the, my dad. Yeah. So in, the, in this X-Men legacy. He's yellow. Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, no, that's my dad, uh, guys. Right. Tell him to come this, home. Uh, I don't know how I missed that. I miss him. In the, in that uh, X-Men Legacy, one of the things is like, so they hint that he's one of the most, potentially the most powerful uh, mutant, but so far all you see him do is just blow shit up. It's right. not, it doesn't seem to be this crazy power, but in the in the comics, at least in this one I was reading, which is the most I've read about Legion, he has like a, almost any power, and in his head they're like personified by monsters and different things like right. that. And there is a dude... Who is kind of like that same color and bald, and looks kind of like Professor Xavier? This character in the show looks nothing like that. Right. But that's but he but that character starts as like a little ghoul demon and starts to grow out where this dude is in his head talking to himself like real crazy, like yeah. he's mentally ill. Who knows which what they're going for in the show? But I don't know. Like there's really no way to know what the well, he fuck was this nuts. thing is. He was. Oh, he, he oh was he's still nuts yeah, in this, the show. This yeah. dude is nuts. Yeah. yeah, this dude is definitely nuts. The the dude who's in, uh, interrogating him, like he has the that's the kind of glimpse you get at the technology. Mm-hmm. He has that 
uh, notepad that's like a touchscreen with a pen and stuff, and right. this earpiece in, working for a shady government. Uh-huh. Uh, that dude, the actor, I loved. I loved every scene he was in, everything about him. He was like a smug, weird asshole. The whole time, I don't know why. He I just, like the guy with the curly out. hair. That was, was crazy. Is that guy a dog? What is going on with the dog statue you know, and all that? Now that I think about, it, even in Fargo, he, this guy, this the director and the the creator, always has these like kind of creepy off characters playing real badasses. Like in Fargo, there's a a deaf brother like two brothers that are, are also hitmen and like yep. you would think that sounds corny but like it really comes oh, off badass. great yeah. and yeah. this dude is another one. he's like a, a skinny old dude with like yeah, a, a, so like a fucking jew fro yeah, jew fro know? totally <laughs> but he yeah, comes off as like, you know, but yeah. he comes off as real creepy and menacing and uh so far one episode in can't judge a lot on it but I, it's a too. cool different direction and by the that's way awesome. if that's mojo I mean, that's the greatest yeah, fucking yeah, movie Yeah, they already... It's I the mean, best action know. movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, that's just a character you never thought you'd see he, on any screen. He's not know? crazy. He ends yeah. up being in a Mojo TV show. Yeah, right. Oh. Watching. Like, oh. Doesn't get much better than that, man. <laughs> Long shot. So, uh, so, speaking of new shows that it does get much better than, uh, what the fuck... <laughs> Is up with this powerless piece Uh-oh. of shit. Just go for it. Go I, I mean, dude, rant. why? <laughs> Just fucking why? I, you know, I, I got to say, I was skeptical about this show going in. And, and and this is like, you know, Legion seems to be like an obscure thing that's being done pretty well. And they to- took a gamble and it so far it looks like it might be paying off. This is like taking a gamble for some inexplicable reason. And just falling flat on your fucking face. It is so stupid. And there's like a lot of good actors in it. They've spent some time putting this shit together. I just don't understand it on any level. I mean the humor is so... It's basically The Office with superheroes. It's a a group of people who try to come up with technology that would... You know, it helps you if there's a supervillain attack and stuff like Wait, that. I thought they were like an insurance. See, that's what they were supposed to be first. There was a huge overhaul before the show ever oh. came out. Yeah, clearly this thing was doomed from that's, the start. You doesn't know? sound like a good start. Right. Yeah. But like, it's got good actors like Alan Tudyk. Two dick. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a Firefly two guy. Dick. Two yeah. dicks. He's, Alan has two yeah, dicks. Yeah. He's he's like in my it. father. Yeah, he's and he's a, he's a pretty funny dude. Your father's some <laughs> guy, man. A little fat yellow right. dude with two dicks, <laughs> dicks hiding in the shadows right, yeah. every time B turns around. Yeah. He's awesome. He's the man. He's my hero. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. And the jokes just miss on every level. There's nothing funny about him. It's just like, I actually really think it's forget the office. I think they're going for sort of a Thirty Rock sort of thing. This fast pat fast fast pace can't be sort of. Whatever, but it just—I don't know. I—I I, I th- I thought we were. I kind of thought for a second maybe we're moving away from the days. There used to be a day when uh, movie studios and television studios thought, you know what? If we just put a superhero in it, superhero fans are gonna love it. You know? Yeah. Let's just, let's just. Oh, is let's this just, this is the one with uh, Vanessa? Hug- yeah, so I was gonna say she's the star. Of the oh show. Yeah. yeah, this is a great show. <laughs> oh, it's great. I forgot about yeah, this. Yeah, and. uh you know, she's just listen. I, I don't really know much about her. I, I haven't seen her in many things. She's terrible in it, but I, I don't know if she could. Anybody could be good in this yeah. with the role that they gave her. It's so corny. Um, but yeah, it, it, it just really, really. I, I I guess what I was trying to say is like movie studios used to make like they just would make a movie and, and think that because there's a superhero involved, superhero fans were 
comic book fans would be into. Right, right, Catwoman. Right. Yeah, Catwoman's a perfect example. Yeah. Not realizing that comic book fans are the most... They're going to scrutinize this more than anyone. Yeah, right, you know? right, right, right. And right. this is definitely the case that you're not just going to win people over just because you mentioned Superman or, or Bruce Wayne in the show, and that's what they try to do here. I, I really just have, like... Have there been any DC heroes actually on the show, like, yeah, apart? Crimson Fox is... Is in it. Ooh, I asked, were there, were, again, were there any DC <laughs> characters on this one, right. Joe? But that's, that, that's, that's I think the that's level the that Yeah, yeah, Justice That's the, one the from France, Justice League. French, uh, the show yes. is French, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Crimson Justice Fo- League right, right. In, in, International. Yes. I think oh, is right. The Which, classic. by the way, when I heard that, I was like, all right, cool. And I saw a picture of her costume. You barely saw her, at least in the first episode, but I saw a picture of her costume, like a, just a picture of it before the show came out. I was like, oh, all right, whatever. That's deep, though. Yeah, that's, that's getting deep. Yeah, I know. Really right, I know. I mean, I, like, dude. Uh, early what, 90s obscure fucking D-list. Yeah. I don't get it, man. Is, and I, <laughs> I just don't get it. And they, they spent time, they hired big actors. You know, like, there was other things you could have done. Even yeah. if they had, some did a Justice League International. Oh, right, you know, there there was a um, I think Keith Keith Giffen wrote it. It was uh, heroes formerly known as the Justice League. Yeah, formerly known as Justice. Formerly League. known as where they were almost like a heroes for hire sort of thing with yeah, with the, the, those Justice League International. The Max Lord starts it up right. again before yeah. he went evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like it was that, like a tongue in cheek, funny. Yeah, right. I'm that's kind of a decent premise for a show. If yeah. you want yeah. to do it, a funny style superhero show. This is just off on every level and I'm, I'm sorry to say it but already spent more time on it than I wanted to but I just had to throw you that out there you need to get that out right um, I think a, a couple other shows are still going going strong Arrow I'll tell you I, I keep saying it Arrow is back it's been good this season This. so you said what second and third were bad and then this is the fourth or was it second first, first is good second is great I think oh okay yeah Third starts to fall off a little bit, but it's still watchable in my opinion. Fourth is unwatchable. Uh huh. And now we're in fifth, and so far so good. Okay. Uh, Vigilante is in it. <laughs> I keep raving about Vigilante. Yeah. He's so good, and what they're doing there, there's a mystery behind who he is. It's great. Yeah. Um, Legends of Tomorrow. I, it's just not really for me. I, I'm trying to like this show. It's it's too again a little too silly. That's kind of the mood of the show, but fine. Supergirl, I really liked, and I still do like, but they're spending a lot of time with the love story, lovey-dovey stuff. Um, Supergirl's sister, recently adopted sister, I should say, she came out as a lesbian on the show. Gross! I'm sorry. So, (laughs) what? But uh, she came out. This is quiet too long. Uh, That's like the wrong thing to write. It's extremely gross about though. You're going to get like bigotry fucking comments. But, uh, you know, she the sister came out as a, a, a lesbian and she basically uh they're spending a lot of time on this and this love story she has with the girl she's actually dating maggie sawyer which is kind of awesome okay that's pretty con- cool which makes you wonder maybe if we'll see that woman at some right, point right you know um and she's the, the, the relationship between these two it's not all that interesting and it's like and they, they had a fight in. last episode about valentine's day one of them <laughs> liked valentine's day and the other one didn't and it was like a fucking like took up like a hit, like a, like a third of the show on a superhero show. Like this is what we're fucking talking about. <laughs> I think so. I think part of that is they're trying to skew female too. Absolutely. So like, I guess that might be how it feels for them to watch Daredevil, and it's like yeah, but it's also a supergirl. It's, like exactly, it's also you know, a supergirl. So that's the girl aspect. Like like yeah. you know. We, 
They're probably going to skew if, more towards that, you know? It's just inevitable. Yeah, but yeah. They, they're throwing Martian Manhunt during right. that, right? Yeah, but he's had, like, a reduced role so far this season. And the fact he's that he has CGI? a reduced role and, and we're spending time on a Valentine's Day plot between her sister and the sister's girlfriend because one likes it and one doesn't. It's just ridiculous. It, it was just kind of like, Jesus Christ. They should make Psycho we... Pirate in there. Right. Like, making him, like, you know... Well, actually, they them. had Mixelplix. Oh, really? It. And he he had a whole thing going on with Supergirl. He was in love with her for the Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> and she's actually kind of dating mon which is pretty awesome. Superman's friend from the Daxum. Lead. He's a Daxum. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. His childhood friend and all this shit. And he's pretty good on the show. Um... But, but yeah, yeah, they kind of lost it a little bit. Whatever. But they, come on, guys. Cut that shit out. Enough with the lovey-dovey shit. Just make a fucking a superhero yeah, show. Yeah, right. It's too much to ask. So he's not yeah. from the Legion of Superheroes? He's not from the future? Or they haven't dropped if that no, is? No, there's something isn't. about him, though, that you don't know. There's a weary mystery. Because he is friends follow. with Super Boy, Superman when he was Superboy and went to the future in the Legion of Superheroes. Right. And there's a pretty good Supergirl uh, comic arc where she goes to the future to Legion of Superheroes. So uh, maybe that's what there's planted something well, like the, that. Well, that would be cool. But Superman's on it now. Mm-hmm. Like, not every episode. But I don't remember if they met. And if they did met, I don't... Superman hasn't said, like, I know who that is. Cool. So, I don't know. All right. Good, decent, but... And then the final one is Flash. Flash is... is I don't know if this season of Flash hasn't been as good. But I'll tell you what is pretty good. They're... Uh, they, they met Gorilla Grodd again this mm. season. And, Gorilla and, City, and, right? In Gorilla City. So... You know, some of the CGI, as you would expect at CW, it's a little wonky. But they have a whole big fight in the middle of the day, like blaring sunlight. <laughs> like, the CGI is not quite there, guys. Maybe make the fight at night. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. can right, cover right, things right. up. Like, they were really a little overly confident with some of this shit. And, <laughs> and I'm not going to say it wasn't cool. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I don't know. But it, 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 still, was, it was still pretty cool. One of the things they do with Grodd, though, is because they can't, I guess they can't afford to have him out. All episode long talking. He talks through other people. Oh, because he's doing the psychic thing now? Right, exactly. Because right. he he's, he's telepathic. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's cool, but it's like people are talking like a gorilla. It's like, Rod, want you to leave Gorilla oh, City. You know, it's well, like, that doesn't even make sense. Because he's mad. Like, isn't he like in the comics like super like well like red yeah, in but a they, sense? They, but actually, they actually have like... They introduced you to Grodd and like how... He got to this point. Oh, so, like, okay, okay. I think they're kind of building up to him eventually getting there. Oh, okay, okay. Because like he, his psychic powers weren't that strong when he like first was introduced, oh, and, right, right, and like right. so that I think they might be building up to getting to that. Right, yeah, because right. he, because like in Justice League, the animated series, like he's he's the, spitting right. it back and forth with Lex yeah. Luthor. You know, like you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's still kind they're of developing it. a little right, bit. That, I that's think. Kind of, that's cool. I think you know, and hopefully, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just kind of like. That blew, I, I'm nitpicking a little bit. It was pretty cool, the, yeah. and, and when the Flash and, and uh, the Flash doesn't fight Grodd, but he fights the Elder in Gorilla City, and and that was a pretty damn good fight. So, and now there's a part two of it, and the apes from Gorilla City, City are gonna attack the Flash's hometown of Central City. So, and now they're still so they're starting to build more of a team on that show now because I see a lot of Kid Flash. Like, yeah. I, I'm not caught up. I'm still at yeah. the beginning of this season. There's, like, a lot of Kid Flash, it seems. I've seen some, like, images possibly of Je- Jesse Quick. Yeah. she's going to be coming. So, it's a, so, all, like, Arrow brings up 
introduces a whole bunch of different characters, like from yeah. all over the place. Flashes seem to be after Firestorm, just kind of introducing other speedsters, right? It's like a, they're sticking with the whole speedster thing. Then it started, yes, I, I, they they got to calm down with the speedster thing because now it's becoming a show where everybody's a speedster. Yeah, you know, and but yes, you're you're totally right. Um, but. I mean, I guess kid Flash Cisco. has also been kind of he, he's kind of whatever. I mean, the kid who plays him is like, eh. You know, he wasn't he wasn't great when he was just Wally. No, not, not he's knocking on him for anything other no. than there was not much there. Yeah, he's pretty whiny to be yeah. honest with you. Um, and Jesse Quick is kind of whiny too. She has she hasn't been on it every episode. She just came back. But how much younger is Wally supposed to be than Barry? Because like they make it seem like Barry's like forty and this kid's eighteen, but they're right. clearly like a year apart. I, I think Barry's somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty six, twenty seven ish. I think in this, and this kid's maybe twenty eight. Like, I don't know. And this kid's like twenty, you know, like something like that. I don't know. All right, but still not a bad show to watch, especially as a fan. Hey, listen, you're sitting at home on a Tuesday night jerking off, and then all of a sudden, multiple times, yeah, you know, you're just jerking off to fetish porn. <laughs> You know, um, sadomasochistic stuff, and uh, right. and then all of a sudden you turn on, and then there's the fucking flash fighting. And then there's another city, guy so. in a yeah. whole rubber suit getting the shit kicked out yeah. of him, and you can keep jerking off. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm gonna stop. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Oh, look, right. and they got right. Hey, That's they got I talking do. gorillas. Yeah. This is something I didn't right. get into before. Yeah. Break out the butt plugs, man. <laughs> yeah, every so, night. Every so night. yeah, every night. So so yeah, so that's I think okay, and I think I don't. Okay, oh, yep, there is another big comic book show, the biggest comic book show on television. Powerless, we already talked about. Yes, Powerless. <laughs> so Powerless stars Vanessa yeah. Hudgens as a confused young girl. Um, <laughs> Walking Dead has returned. They had their mid-season break. B, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you thought of it since it's come uh, back? Yeah, since uh, the mid-season break, I mean, um, I, it was it was definitely getting uh, somewhat depressing, and I know it's Walking Dead, the whole fucking thing is depressing, but... Um, I guess it was getting more more a tint of boring, uh, in in my opinion. But uh, since they came back, it's kind of cool. Like they got their 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 swagger back or like their pride back in a uh, in a way. Um, they're still coming across like you know random groups or whatever, yep. which is you know kind of cool. I guess so. They've had two episodes. The the first one is um, them. I you know I don't know any of these fucking groups names, but. Um, they kind of like they they regroup that first episode, which is kind of cool. Uh, they get some people you don't really think that are gonna join them, and you know this this second episode. I, I like the second episode uh, probably the most. Yeah. Since I've uh, since I've been watching for this whole last season. The sec yeah, it was good. You're talking about the one where they with. They're in the garbage heaps. Yeah, you know, the garbage heap. Yeah, yeah and, and I never read. I don't know if you guys actually read the uh, the the comics itself or up Not to up this that far. No, point. I yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's sticking to it. I mean, I know this character is in it. There's you know, uh, Rick winds up just kind of getting thrown in the, in a gladiator ring and this heap of garbage. Right. G- ring versus this uh, this this uh, Walker who's just covered in like spikes and shit. He takes care of him pretty easily, in my opinion. Um, it always just kind of ends the same way. They, like, get a- around to doing something the Walker can't do and, and killing him. Right. But it was damn cool looking, and it was kind of intense, to be it honest was, with you. That yeah. was a tense moment when he was fighting that thing. Yeah, you know? I, I actually, because uh, I had to watch it at a bar. They were doing a Walking Dead night. 
So there was people like talking around right. me, but it still like was exciting enough to like get into it. Um, you know, when he fought that, I love the uh, the the I love Carol like and and their reaction Carol's to great. Carol. Um, you know, essentially they a couple of um dudes, uh, Morgan and Daryl, both kind of had an opportunity to like get her back in the fold, right? Um, but they, they kind of held off in like telling her that a couple of people died from Negan and just cause she's in a happy place. Right. So it, it's pretty, it's, it's kind of a, like, um, she's happy. She's like the only person. Well, I don't know if she's happy. She just is kind of removing herself. Right. Almost, right. But I mean, I still think she's as happy as she will be. Right. Like I think as happy as she's ever been because she thinks everybody's okay and there's not a big war going on like you know and so she's in her happiest place she could be which is kind of cool so that that like kind of hit home yeah i i I like and i enjoyed that particularly so what's your thoughts yeah i I liked it since it's come back from the break i I think the first episode was sort of setting things up the second episode i liked the the people they met in the you know garbage dump there had a very John Carpenter vibe, which I, I love. I'm a big John Carpenter fan, and I, I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, just waiting to see them kick Negan's ass. I mean, yeah. th- that's what it's all about at this point, right? I think I think they're gonna wind up. Uh, you gotta you gotta think that the um, that all girl tribe is gonna show back oh, up. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I guess that, yeah, it's almost almost obvious, but yeah. um, I'm, I'm excited to see them come back. Yep. Because they were. Um, they they have some some serious fucking hatred and yeah. they could kick ass so i'm excited to see them come back same here yeah cool all right man so uh yeah i think so i think for the second portion of this show i think what we're going to do here is talk about comic books uh um we got a lot we want to say about dc but before we get into that there's some intriguing things going on in marvel so marvel has been advertising an event called generations that's supposed to come out this summer with that, there's a beautiful Alex Ross painted picture of, you know, you've got Sam Wilson, Captain America, and behind him is Steve Rogers, Captain America, and and just a whole host of the characters that have modern day counterparts and classic counterparts. Um, I think X-23 is there and Wolverine. Uh, is it Wolverine or Old Man Logan in the picture? I uh, I'm pretty sure it's Old Man Logan. Okay, yeah, they're really not bringing back that old regular Wolverine. Which I huh? fucking love. Like, I, I really, I, I, I do too. But you know, I kind of miss real Wolverine. I mean, though, uh, you know? I'm I'm digging. I've been reading the Old Man Logan, the Lemire run, right. and so far I'm like, I'm digging it. It's something different. It's still it's still Wolverine in a you know in a way, not as different as having this X23. Right, it's kind of a different version of him, but. uh I don't know. I think it's it's super ballsy. I mean, for years people were complaining the oversaturation of Wolverine, and That's they kind of really stuck to their guns on this right. for this long to the yeah. point where it's like I haven't heard yeah, a lot of people being like, "Yo, bring back Wolverine." You know? Yeah, I, and, I, and he's not going to come back right now with Logan about to come out, and it's old man Logan. You know, in a in a way right. on that too. Right. Gotcha. Should be a minute. It's it's interesting that they've held off. That's it's something you well, don't see all the time. Okay, but. Yeah, I mean, they're sticking to their guns, but they're sticking to their guns to screw 20th Century Fox, you know? It's like, I don't think it's... I think it has less to do with the creative decision they've made and more to do with you can't pick up... Even though now they're coming out with an old man Logan movie, basically, so they're... You know, but I yeah. think that the decision was used, was originally made so that 
when you went to see a Wolverine movie, they you weren't getting like reinforced with a Wolverine with comic. Comics, yeah, but, yeah. but historically, that's fucked over the comic book company. I like, agree, but weird. Marvel doesn't seem to understand that. They think if they cut back on X-Men comics, it's going to screw up the, the, the sale X-Men. of the movie. They, I think they're playing this real long game here where we'll make these characters less popular throughout time and then eventually people will stop going to the movies because they're just not a big thing. <laughs> where I agree with you, Tom. More, You're more likely somebody's going to go see a Wolverine a movie, movie, then, movie yeah, and, and then, then go, go buy the pick comic. the comics. Mm-hmm. So they're only screwing themselves... But who knows what the hell they're doing um, with that. But uh, actually, it is classic. It's not Old Man Logan. It's, oh, okay. it's the other Wolverine. Uh, you so know, maybe you, that's a sign of things to, things to come, Yeah, right? possibly. You know, you've got both Thors. You've got, you know, both Iron Mans. You've got both Spider-Mans, Hulks. You guys get the picture. It's just yeah. a great picture. And it kind of lets you wonder, is Marvel going to do a Rebirth-style event where they're going to bring back... Because they brought in so many new characters to take the place of these old legacy characters they're going to start i don't want to say get i don't think they're going to get rid of that but maybe it's just at least have both sets of characters coexist i don't think that i don't think they're turning it around like not i don't think they're they're going back they Mm. seem to be just like with the wolverine thing they seem to really be sticking to their guns and being like hey guys this is what we have now this is what you're going to get and it's, it seems counterproductive that you would want the movie universe and the comic universe to kind of mirror each other. But what they seem to be doing is saying, well, people who are watching the movies don't know shit anyway. They're going to come over and read Iron Man with this, you know, Ironheart girl as, right. the, as the one. And then they're going to like that. We'll yep. see how that pays off for them. Right now, it doesn't seem to be killing them in the sales. No. Um, so, I don't know. That's the only logic I could think of it because you'd think you'd want synergy between the two. Like... You want the Thor you know from the movie to be the Thor you see on the cover when you pick that up. Right, right. But maybe the com- like their universe, Marvel's comic book universe could be kind of too confusing, they think. So if you're going to come in and be confused anyway, maybe just go all in. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just it's, trying to like, I guess think it's it all out. Speculation. You know? I, I, guess. I can't imagine them not, not bringing like, a lot of these like classics back. Yeah. I mean, at some point, I, I, I mean, maybe they're not hurting with the sales, but like, I mean, I haven't heard a lot. Of like people really celebrating their storylines necessarily yeah. like Civil War two really kind of was mad. I know we right. kind of like talked oh, about that. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, there's been a lot of um, a, a lot of a lot of negative. I mean, they're taking chances, so you know, well, I mean, you got to celebrate look that. At the, but... Look at Thor as an example, right? Like, right. The the female Thor, the mm-hmm. the right. Jane Foster Thor, right. was initially hit with like a lot of like, oh, this is bullshit, whatever, and then like. As the series went on, everybody's just like, yo, this is good. Like, this right. is a real good book. And then they brought back real Thor. And right. he, he's going through his own, like, story arc as the unworthy Thor mm-hmm. and going through something like that. If they... That's a smart way to do it, right. I think. And then you have these two characters well, who that's are what distinct. I think, yeah. And yeah, if they, they got to make sure to handle right. them all right. Tony dies in Civil War Two, mm-hmm. but you they have that back door of, like, keeping them off the table for a little bit. Right. And then bringing them in. Some of them are, like... Are weird though. You got this Amadeus Cho as as Hulk is a real for me. What of all of them? Like a real like. Yeah. What the fuck? Like this so is. Maybe they ditch what doesn't work. I don't know. Maybe they keep two around in some places. Maybe the newer character takes the place in one. The older, you know, who knows what they're gonna do? It's all speculation. I mean, and the Captain America right. thing is gonna come first before before this generations. Right. We have this. You know, one of the things they changed is Sam Wilson is. Captain right, America, yeah. not my still, Captain. You America. have Steve Rogers right, as Captain right. America, but yeah. now they have this added twist of secretly agent of 
high, head of Hydra right. and well, going to yeah, take I over mean, the world. A, so, I mean, yeah. that can only last for so long. Right. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then shifting gears over to DC. So, you know, just real quickly, we'll touch base that DC's been doing a lot of crazy things. I mean, if you go back to our original podcast, we were kind of trashing them for what they were doing in the comics. And there was things we were asking them to do. They're doing a lot of those things now. And one of the things that they're asking us to do is that I'm, one of the things we asked them to do was to bring back the Wildstorm universe, and they have in big fashion, right? So they've gotten war, they got Warren Ellis to act as curator to start a new Wildstorm universe. They're almost new 52-ing it a little bit. They're not keeping the old continuity going. To be honest with you, you know, maybe because I wasn't the biggest Wildstorm fan when it was all originally out. Like, I, I was aware of the characters, and I've just now been getting caught up. But I'm cool with it, especially because Warren Ellis, a guy who helped create most of these characters, or at least wrote the best stories about them, is in charge. They put out issue one of The Wildstorm. That's the like, sort of, like, lead-in book that's going to expand and bring out this whole universe. And I loved it. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, I think it's it's developing a lot, but I think they're on the right track. Uh, agreed. Uh, Warren Ellis is one of my favorite you know comic book authors of all time um and it being a new 52 kind of like similarity one of the cool things about wildstorm is if you go back and read them they're very linked to the times you know so it's like the the classic stories uh before are very 90s you know like 90s early 2000s they're tight they're set with that time so when they rebooted it now to bring it into the modern era it doesn't fuck it up as much as it did with DC, which had a long, long history that got kind of like screwed around with. Right, right, right. Um, and Warren Ellis is the dude who kind of reinvigorated the Wildstorm at yep. one point and introduced a lot of the classic storylines people still talk about. Mm-hmm. So for him to be doing something long-term for DC is a it's a huge get for them. Because yeah. we had talked about, too, they didn't have a lot of, not that he's young talent, but fresh talent in the new or at least good talent i mean he's just a a legendary comic book writer the guy's real cerebral and he's just he's amazing and it's a huge get for them and then him curating a whole line is really exciting and interesting and something new that they're doing it's do new stuff try things out and they're doing that yeah definitely he he, um so now he he had a a good moon knight run right yeah which you loved what else uh some daredevil in there well, um, no. I don't know about no Daredevil, Daredevil, but his Wildstorm stuff, which he he was very well known for in the beginning. Uh-huh. Storm Stormwatch, Stormwatch, which leads into the Authority, Authority. which is the like one of the biggest of all like Wildstorm right. later stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Planetary, which I know me and Matt is considered. Oh yeah, you guys fucking love one it. of the top. I I don't know if we agree on this. This is prob- the best, one of the best top three. You know. Beginning, middle, and end comic book series that has the whole thing. It's insane. It's great. Yeah, you um, have to it's like Fringe at a comic times ten. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's great. Fringe yeah. the TV show I'm referring to. So, uh, and then another really cool thing DC's got going on, very similar sort of thing, is they've got their Young Animal imprint going on, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, they what is the guy's name who uh, Gerard Way? Gerard for, Way, yeah, my from boy my, from uh, my Chem- my Chemical Romance, Emo yeah. <laughs> He's also a pretty damn good comic book writer. Oh, yeah, is currently curating just as Warren Ellis is over with Wildstorm. Uh, he's curating a young animal imprint, which is sort of like DC's it's new Vertigo, Vertigo basically. Vertigo. Right? He, he before he was in my Chem, he was an intern. At Vertigo, wow, on DC. I don't so think I like knew that, yeah. Shelley Bond, who was like the edit, editor in chief yep. there, um, 
or I don't know what exactly her title was, but she kind of had him under her wing. So that is heavily influenced in this. And, you know, instead of just having Vertigo again, it's fresh, it's new. Same characters pulled over from their mm-hmm. reimaginings of them. But so far, so like they've been knocking them all out of the park. Yeah. Doom Patrol is great. I'm really looking forward to The Bug um, comic with Michael Allred. The Allred family basically is doing mm-hmm. this. So, you know, he's one of the lesser known new gods. So it's just it's just it's it's a cool, fun, quirky alternative to mainstream DC books. And something that is another nice change in the right. last year of what they've been doing. We're seeing it a lot of good stuff yeah. coming out of DC. Exactly, which... real like independent comic book style of writing, um, similar to what Vertigo used to be. Which image had stole a lot of that base. They're mm-hmm. trying to get some of that back, which is awesome. So finally, uh, with regards to more mainstream books over at DC. I've talked at length um, about Rebirth on this show. You guys have sort of... The trades have just come out for the initial run of Rebirth titles. Uh, let, let's just hear some thoughts. You know, what, what's your what's your favorite book that you've read so far as far as a, a DC Rebirth title? Superman. Superman? Superman. I'm, I'm a huge Superman fan. I don't know how much we've gotten into that before. But like, He's my favorite character. Right. He, I, he's historically been weirdly hard to do they'll have like spurts a lot of the best superman stories are out of continuity little twist you know twists on things it's very been very hard to get a good run going um and then we had the new 52 superman which is unlike the new 52 uh, exactly <laughs> unlike the new 52 yeah. batman who's essentially the same one since yeah. before new 52 he was totally different mm-hmm. completely different um but from the way he acted to the way he handled situations, and right. in the in that shitty event convergence that was the pre-rebirth, they brought back in secret a Superman who is more like the pre-52 Superman, um, and it sounded did interesting you, did to you me. See, I'm sorry to cut you. Did you see? Was he in it? Like, did you see him, or did he just? Pop up in this rebirth. Like I, did I you... didn't follow Convergence because I was still so anti DC Wait, at the time. Did pre New Fifty Two? No, uh, yeah, pre New Fifty Two. Did you like know he was in when reading Convergence or like did you did you when reading recognize there was pre Fifty Two? Oh yeah, yeah. Superman. He was like evident. There's a lot of. I don't remember how big a part he played in all uh-huh. that. There was about ten thousand spinoffs in uh-huh. Convergence. In the main storyline, I don't think he was there all that uh-huh. much. The main storyline's a mess. Yeah, a classic. I heard it's like fucking disaster. It was a hard, but, hard try to bite Secret Wars with right. having like these mini series that were alternate, right. and one of them I think was Lois and Clark. Right. But that I don't think he was in oh, the main right, like right, fight right, and stuff. Right. that was going on. But he on. was brought back in that, and then somehow. He, he stayed where a lot of the characters that were from other familiar DC universes went away after Convergence. He stuck around. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. And then he, he was starting a life on the New 52 Earth. In secret. Uh, yeah. Like, kind of starting to do Superman right. shit. Right, right, um, right. Which ties back into whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, which is that classic Alan Moore story. Yeah. The last story of the Earth-1 Superman, where he, he takes... Of regular life with him, Lois, and they have a kid. And I think it might even be Jonathan Kent or something like that. Superman takes a different name. He's not Clark anymore. And it's kind of a nod and a wink to that of them like hiding out on Earth and not getting involved in the things that are going on. And then pre-New 52, they have a storyline where they kill the New 52 Superman. And now this older Superman's like, well, I have to. He gets involved and now he's like, well, I have to 
be in this world. Right. The world needs right. a Superman. I, I need to be the Superman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Justice League has to that accept was, him. That was pretty dope, though. How like uh, you know it, it, from Dark Side War, Superman the the fifty two Superman like got kind of hit with that. Uh, I guess what was it, it was um, on Acopolis uh, or whatever. He kind of got hit with whatever the fuck he got hit with that got him sick, and then that transferred over to. Uh, yeah. Him actually dying. Well, I, wasn't... I think I don't know if that that might have played a part in it. Uh, him actually dying, probably, right? I think yeah. there's a little bit of but, a still mystery of exactly right. what went he was on. Fighting well, some he other was... dude in his, in uh, the main Superman title who ended up killing him. I think he overcharged his power. It might have yeah. been related. I, to be honest with you, I don't know all right, right, right. all that well. But, but but going back to what I love about it is, uh, so now you have a Superman, Clark Kent, a Lois Lane, and their son Jonathan. Um, and the the first story in this rebirth trade is the, the uh, so it's kind of dope. The Superman's super confident that he's going to be able to bring back the new Fifty Two Superman because he died before and he right, knows about yeah. this birthing matrix and all that stuff. And it that, just yeah. this is an alternate world. It doesn't exactly work the same way, so it doesn't work. But the Eradicator comes back, oh, and that's awesome. uh, you know he's <laughs> With those, he's the same shades, the same shades, like kind of like a dope redesign of yeah. like the classic costume. We got Doug Mankey doing art, Patrick Gleason doing art, like two of my favorites. They're awesome, the, the, both the, awesome. From my seminal years of reading, they're my favorite. Well, at least Mankey was one of my favorite artists. So mm-hmm. him him on this book is great. But uh, you know, Eradicator wants to take out Jonathan Kent, who. From the onset, I'm like, oh, great. This is going to be terrible. Like mm-hmm. a young you know, kid, like another Damian another Wayne. Damian, Damian yeah. Wayne. Um, I said Damian Wayne's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. In um, living color. But Tomasi, who's writing it, is handling it super well. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things is having this Superman as a dad. He's teaching his son the true value, quote unquote, of Superman, right. which we're not seeing in the DC movies. We weren't really seeing from New 52 Superman. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice way of being like, this is what this character is really about. And it's it's really the start of that. Yeah. And him, t- him, the interactions with him and his son are, it's a nice addition. Who yeah. would have known this little bit of change to that classic Superman would change the character this much? And, you know, just the perspective on him. And it's the first one blew me away. I was so happy to read a good Superman run with the Superman I know, and yeah. you know DC got me excited again. Long overdue, man. Long overdue. B, yeah. what what have you been reading that you like from Rebirth so far? Um, well, so I've, I've touched on a uh, Justice League, Superman, and uh, and Batman. I've read uh, more or less straight through. I mean, uh, I I really enjoyed Batman, and and I've heard I, I've read a little bit of Detective Comics too, which I'm fucking I'm Oof. I'm really getting into. So awesome. I'm. I, we we touched on this a, a long time ago, but I'm I'm much more of a like a, a a group reader. I enjoy more of like a group setting right. type of thing with heroes. Um, uh, and I know Tom is more like the single single guys, you know, because he's a he likes I he like finding single guys. He likes, he likes, likes a group male. of men. I like I like, like group. in the middle. I of like a, group a lot of men, of men and right. groups all on me. So um, uh, but anyway, so uh. <laughs> Batman straight through like I I fucking loved it I really enjoyed it like I I, I like his new little touch on the costume the 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 slight uh, difference with the the yellow on the on the bat and the the chest um, I kind of feel like for a while like they've been here and there you get like Batman who wants to kind of give up not give up but he 
he hates trusting anybody. We spoke about it a while, but like he wants to kind of trust somebody. He wants somebody to like be good enough to trust. And this like immediately when he came through, he got Gotham and Gotham Girl, these two twins who like basically bought their powers, yep. um, you know, to become these like supermen of Gotham. And like they have the same ideal more or less that Batman has. And, you know, but they kind of they kind of lose it a little bit because... Hugo Strange is back in it. Amanda Waller's in it, and the kind of I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but I do love that they started off with Hugo Strange. We'll, we'll, I'll kind He's of jump back to that. He's never been my favorite Batman villain, though. I, I gotta be honest, I'm, I, not, I'm not really a big fan of him. I like him because he's he's older school. Like I feel like. He, I think he's Batman's oldest, like, longest-running villain. Yeah. I, like, literally. I like that. Like, I like that they're starting there. Yeah. Like, you know, and I mean, they don't have to have a, a huge, you know, epic event involving him, but they're starting almost like they're starting from, from square one, right. But that's I see, dug. That, I didn't feel that same way from Batman. I felt like that could have been any, like, a, just a dope Batman story, but it wasn't... Like rebirth, there nothing in in Batman out of the ones I read really felt like, oh shit, this is mad new. It still was like a continuation of the new Fifty Two stuff that came yeah. along. Well, so I feel that like... that's the only thing about it. It didn't really have that rebirth. Anything was majorly different yet. I don't feel. I don't feel honestly feel like they, uh, as opposed to maybe Zero Year. I don't feel like. I feel like of all the the heroes. He kind of changed the least in in in, in New Fifty Two for me. Oh, it, yeah, he didn't change at all. So he didn't. It's still so the same it's thing. still the same. It's like you can't really change him again because he's the same character. So right. like, well, I didn't expect which a I don't big really change. Want right? Like I, what they're doing sort of makes sense. I don't think they even have it all planned out on how they're going to change or what exactly they're going to do. I think they just started saying, "Let's start bringing back." more of what works and getting rid of things that don't work. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, so and, like, and they'll wrap, they did the rebirth number one last year, Jeff Johns, where they brought back Wally and stuff like that. And I think that they're going to, I think we're going to see more of that stuff this summer and it'll all start to make a little bit more sense and you might get some definitive things like, okay, this, we're scrapping this, we're bringing yeah. this back. And at least they're, and the characters are now aware that there was a, a change, there was a shift in the time stream, which, or, or the continuity, which they weren't before. Well, what I, I think of what I mean is like in in both Detective and Nightwing, they there's not explicit talk of like these things that change. There's just like a tonal change in it, where like there was an exchange with Tim with Tim Drake and right. Batman. They kind of like tying back like or the things that were lost in, in right. Rebirth. The of, I liked Batman. I'm just saying like of all of them, it had the less least of like the rebirth feel to it like a a, a, um, a big change. difference of what was missing from the Bat books before because there wasn't right. really much missing right, from Batman yeah, yeah, that, right. so they've been continuing but, it but Detective Comics on the other hand is totally feels way more like a Bat book from the 90s mm-hmm. or something like that yeah, I, like, yeah this I'm, is what I'm you missed that. in the new yeah, that, that's right. pretty dope you know, I'm, you know I, I, I like that again reading that group fucking dynamic and especially like the Bat family I'm glad it's not like 15 people like a Battle of the Cow type of like situation where there's right. like it's an army it's a it's a select group but it's a total like these are the people all those characters were people that were characters that people were complaining about in the yes. New Fifty Two like where the fuck is Tim yeah yeah, like, yeah. Where's spoiler. spoiler like yeah. where's Azrael yeah, yeah where is Valley everybody Asriel, yeah yeah yeah, you know? and, yeah and this one they were just like yeah Azrael yeah. was like in the first page they're throwing out right. and like, literally oh, the first page yeah. 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 like oh shit right like we've been asking for this so that yeah. that was the more 
like uh, here for Change the fans kind wanted. of thing. I get what you're saying now. Batman was, now, yeah. was fine. Like that story was yeah, good. Right. I and, get like, what you're Comparatively, it. but just in the yeah. term of like the all the rebirth stuff. Yeah, that had the least amount of like. This is what you need because you didn't need any more. Yeah. Batman was on a was on a nice roll, and it was the first one coming off of Snyder's run too. So right. you can't you can't do that much to change everything up and shake it up. It was yeah. already a big change anyway. So right. that's just kind of what I meant. It wasn't that big. Yeah, of a right. I no, get what you're saying now that you no, yeah, like yeah totally makes sense. Um, what did you guys read Justice League? It's terrible. Yeah, yeah I, it's, I it's, didn't it's really like not it. good. Brian From, Hitch should not be writing the biggest one of the biggest books that DC has. It's just. You know, I, I know a lot of people said some good things about his JLA run that he did during the New 52, which sort of took place. It was part of the New 52, but it was kind of doing its own thing. It didn't really tie into the other continuity going which, on. Which um, stories is it? I, I don't really know. Yeah. It just he wrote and drew it. And, okay. and fans liked it. So now they gave him a shot at Justice League, when Justice League Rebirth. Right. Um, Tony Dan. Tony Daniels Tony drawing Danza. it. Yeah, Tony Danza was in it. It might Tony be Danza better. Was yeah. in that Mona too. is the star of this book, and it's just Samantha's great. Samantha's naked the entire time. But uh, it's not. It's kind of worth skipping. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. that of all books should be. I yeah, I was right. super I know, fucking I, I, excited about that yeah. the most. And, and uh, do like, they, they have and to got, know it too? Do they, they deal with like the new Superman? Being part of the they, team, they yeah, did, absolutely. yeah, one hundred percent. That's yeah. like a big part of it yeah. of, of Batman, like coming back to like Superman. Like they, yeah. they were like, "All right, should we go ask Superman and this and that?" I do like that. I feel like the Superman is um is not necessarily like as all powerful as like he has been in 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 certain scenarios. Like I I I like him. He's like less like of like the most like godlike he's less godlike he's got some like in the JLA I did like that like he's he's struggling a little bit with the lava and shit the heat the pressure was getting to him I do like that because I hate like these like unbeatable people that that, you know it just makes it more non-realistic but you were gonna say yeah no I I was just gonna say it's a it's a weird I don't know I think it's DC's in a weird place with that book probably right now they probably did a lot to lure Brian Hitch over to DC. They don't like just like with David Finch. I think he was writing a book at one point. I don't. They probably don't want to like kick him off the book, but they really need to kick him off the book and get somebody worthwhile writing that well, goddamn thing. Because now what they did is they just have now JLA because he's writing Justice right, League. I now think, they're doing a JLA. Right. So ju- instead of kicking him off, they're even just like, yeah, you could also read this. But the only Justice thing League. is JLA is like all B list. Yeah. you know, which I love. I actually prefer that to be honest. But with they you. got Lobo in it. Lobo. Awesome, you know. Who's, and, so who's the JLA line? J, JLA is um, Lobo, Vixen, the Ray, Killer Frost, the, the Ray. Ray is pretty dope. Ray is pretty awesome. Um, the Adam, Ryan Choi, not Ray Palmer, but okay, I'll take it. Uh, I feel like I might be missing somebody, but Killer of course Frost. Batman. Yeah, Killer Frost Killer is Frost. in it as of well. Of course, Batman. <laughs> you know, Batman of, of course, course leads yeah. the fucking thing, but <laughs> he's got like five teams yeah. everywhere. But it, uh, it makes yeah. sense because he, he just comes in, talks shit to them, and then bounces yeah, right. and lets them get fucked up on their own. Guys, cool. so awesome. And just before we wrap it up here, just uh, I guess honorable mention from my part, I really, really love Nightwing. Um, it's just like it's it's just a great book, and and I think it's finally giving. I know Grayson on New 52, it, it may have been the definitive run for that character, but this is continuing with that. And, and the Court of Owls. And the Court of Owls, yeah. I like that. Right. Um, and this is continuing that, only now he's not Dick Grayson, the super spy. He's back to being Nightwing, which is what 
we really wanted to see as fans oh, yeah. anyway. Awesome. Introduced an awesome new villain in um, Raptor. Mm. And... Is- is he? I I thought I saw a cover. He's fighting Deathstroke now. He's in the yeah. Deathstroke. He's, that's crossed he's over a, now. He's too. a real cool With, fucking uh, character. They just introduced. I think he's great. And I and also I'm glad you mentioned Deathstroke because Deathstroke's another really good book, written by Christopher Priest. Very espionagey. Uh, kind of. You, sometimes you got to read it twice. It's really. It, it gets a little tricky. Um, but I, I love it. Uh, sometimes it's maybe a little overly complicated. <laughs> But some really cool shit going on. Yeah, yeah. Deathstroke. Yeah. It, I don't know. When this is all said and done, this might be one of the definitive takes on the character. What, but, a, uh, what about Hal Jordan? Did anybody read I read that? I read like the first 10 issues. I, I dropped it. I, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. Um, and I think it's weird that it, it, he's not in the JLA. Well, I mean... From what I've read up to, these other two... Yeah, they I have mean, too I, many Green Lanterns. And they got to scrap some of them. And yeah. Simon Baz, you're first up. I like you know? I like his look, actually, to be honest, but... It's a, it's a little much for uh, me. Yeah, I mean, three, three fucking yeah. Green Lanterns, yeah. really. And and there's more that could be there, so... Absolutely. Well, it, yeah, I mean... Well, Guy yeah. Gardner's not yeah. ever Gardner, there. Gardner, Rainer... But I mean, the, it, Green Lantern's almost its own, just like the X Men and Marvel. Yeah, Green Lantern's right. almost at this point its own little side right, right, universe. Right. You need Hal up there, and yeah. JLA's doing fine without him. Um, well, or I not, would, I, or not. I mean, yeah. I don't know. If it, <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's going to make matter either way right, if he's there. Right. The, the book's yeah, still going to blow. That's, yeah, not that's what why it's just missing. get rid of everybody, right. put fucking Kyle back on the Justice yeah. League, and I'll be that happy, goes. man. Right. We we can only hope. All right, and that being said, I think we're going to wrap it up. Anything else to say here, folks? Yeah, don't wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been uh, I've been uh, touching. I, I kind of broke my uh, Men. Yeah. my uh, my hipster comic book uh, cherry with reading a uh, Deadly Class. Okay, cool. Uh, which I fucking love. Right. Uh, it, it's super dope. Read the ter- first two volumes of it. Mm-hmm. Um, love it. It's I mean it's 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 non superhero shit. It's it's the story is the art is is super dope. It's almost got like that. Um, Anime-ish type of uh, artistry to it, uh, super dope. So cool, Rick Remender. Rick, Rick Remender, right, right, right. All right, and that being said, until next time, folks. Bam.